Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a baseball cap and a football game. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. Getting out of the house is damn near impossible when you have you have three little boys. Especially when you're when you're trying to go somewhere and you're trying to get them dressed. Like if you're going for somewhere for Easter Sunday or something like that, you just you're dying to get out of the house. You don't want to be super late. You know you're already running late. You're like grabbing water bottles, you're grabbing you know, changes of clothes, you're grabbing snack traps and anyway, you're always running out, and it always seems to me that we'll be running out and my wife or I will forget one small item. And we'll be like getting into the car. It's like, oh, I forgot my hat. I have to run back in. I'm like, oh, I forgot my sunglasses. I have to run back in. Or, you know, right as we're about to leave, I'm like, oh, hang on, let me go to the bathroom real fast. Now, mind you, we've been taking care of the boys, so we're jumping in the car, we're drinking coffee. It's like, let me just go to the bathroom. I'm going to get stuck in traffic, guaranteed. We'll just make it happen here. And it's, it's so funny. Because without fail, that last little thing you did that always becomes the thing that made you late. It's like, we're driving in the car and we're both pissed that we're late. And it's just like, well, you, know, you just had to get your hat, right? Or I'm sitting there and she's like, we'll, we'll be on time. I'm like, no, we won't. You had to go to the bathroom. You, you had to go to the bathroom. I mean, we're going to be late. You had to go. It's like, you think about it because you finally get there and you realize it's not a big deal. But it's really funny because we always end up having that one last thing. And for whatever reason, that one last thing always becomes the thing. And, you know, I always kind of kick this idea around. It's like the last thing, is that really, is that really the thing? And I was watching a Super Bowl uh, years ago, a couple years ago. And I, I worked with a student who actually went into the NFL, and they were in the Super Bowl. It was amazing. Still an amazing kid, too. I texted him that morning to say good luck, and he texted me back. Here's this superstar, you know, and he's, he's going on to play the Super Bowl, and he's got his phone, and he sees a text from Matt Todd, and he, he hits me back. It was, it was cool. But he scored a touchdown in the game, and it happened to be the last touchdown. And it also happened to be a touchdown right before the game was over. And it happened to make a difference. So it wasn't a blowout. Right? I mean, the, I think the I think his team, he was playing for the Eagles. The Eagles won by uh, under seven points. So immediately they said, oh, he scored the game-winning touchdown. And and he did. Like, he scored the, the touchdown that made the difference in the score right at the end of the game, and he won the game. They won the game. He's a Super Bowl champion. It was a cool game, too. I mean, I'm not a huge football fan, but seeing seeing that that sport played at that level by somebody I personally knew, that was a different experience for me. So I, was, I really watched it intensely, and I remember it very fondly. It was a great, it was a great day. But... I don't, I don't want to take anything away from him. 
I could just never wrap my head around that being the game-winning touchdown. Now, it's undisputed. He scored a touchdown in, like, the last minute. And, again, they won by, like, three or four points. So that's the game-winning touchdown, man. Like, if he hadn't scored that touchdown, they would not have won the game. That's 100% true. But, you know, you also have to remember that I think it was, like, the third touchdown that they had scored— they wouldn't have won the game without the second touchdown either. And they wouldn't have won the game without the first touchdown. right? If you t- took out either of those touchdowns, the game is lost. It just so happens the touchdown he scored was at the end of the game. It was the last thing. And, and he got credit for it, for the game-winning touchdown. Now again... I'm not taking anything away from him, but why is that? That people tend to just attribute an outcome to the last thing that happened. All right, when when we're getting into the car, okay, say it's eleven o'clock or something in the morning, we're going to a brunch or whatever. There have been tons of times when we're getting into the car and we're running late. And again, you got to grab a hat, got to go to the bathroom, forgot the water bottle. And all of a sudden, it's that thing that has made us late. It's that thing that stuck it to us. God, you got you to get your hat. It's like, well, look, we woke up at 6.15 this morning. It's 11.05 right now. We were supposed to be leaving at 11. It's 11.05. You can't tell me that the five-minute disparity comes down to the 10 seconds it takes me to grab my hat. But people do this in every way. People do this with a football game. People do this with grabbing a water bottle. There are all kinds of things that happen. And you see it in, in academics. You see people take finals. Okay, and they end up getting an 89.9% in a class. And they blame the teacher or they blame that test for not getting an A because the teacher won't budge. They're like, look, what's an A? A is 90%. You got 89.9. That's not 90. We call it a day. And the kid's really mad about it. Or they're really mad that the test is the thing that dropped them down, right? And it was like, I had a 92%. I struggled just a tiny bit. I went down to an 89.9, the damn test. Well, why were you at a 92%? If you were at a 93%, you would still have an A. It's the same thing with getting out of the house. If we're up at 615, can we really blame the last... 10 minutes or five minutes of time before we left the house for us being late? Or at the very least, should we blame those actions, those endeavors, those last minute errands any more than we blame the things we did at 8 a.m.? No. The things we did at 8 a.m. sitting around on the couch for an extra five minutes drinking coffee, those five minutes are just as valuable And just as much on the hook as the five minutes directly before we walked out of the house and we're late. But we don't, we don't think about that. We don't think about that. We just think about the last thing we did. And this is at the heart of making the same mistakes 
over and over and over, especially in academics. People don't remember at the beginning of the semester that they blew off a couple homework assignments. They only remember at the end of the semester when they were a couple points shy. And they don't go back through the entire experience, the entire semester, and identify, look, what could I have done better? What contributed? The points I missed in the first week are the exact same points I missed in the last week. These are all valuable. They're all meaningful. We don't do that. We don't do that. And it kills me. It kills me because people, nobody likes being late. People get upset when they're late. People get upset when they miss a grade. But it's a short-sighted nature of their recollection and their emotional association. We remember things much more clearly when there's an emotional attachment to them. Okay, so odds are you probably can't remember what you had for lunch two weeks ago. But for those of us that, were, that are old enough, you probably remember where you were, you know, when 9-11 happened or, or any other large traumatic event like that. Th- those are important things. We emotionally get attached to them and therefore they get, kind of get burned into our memory. I think it's the same thing when we're leaving. Emotions are so high that it's like the thing, the only thing that matters is what was happening in that moment when you were most teed up. You wouldn't got your hat. It was the hat or it was the water bottle, whatever it was. But we forget all of the other things. And in doing that and allowing ourselves to neglect the things that came before and overemphasizing the little tiny thing that's likely inconsequential in the big picture, in doing that, we set ourselves up to make the same mistakes. We set ourselves up to continue sitting on the couch in the morning and drinking coffee. And we set ourselves up to get the same, get the same grades or fail to get the grades we want because we're not, we're not looking at the right thing. It's not the final test. It's the first test. It was the first homework. If you struggle with repetitive outcome that you don't like. Perhaps take a deeper look into the things that led up to those moments. Not just, look, I studied so hard the weekend before the test. What were you doing two weeks before the test? What were you doing a month before the test? What were you doing six months ago to help you be successful right now? Because if you can identify those behaviors, if you can identify those times, you'll have a better shot. And more than anything, know where you want to be in a week. Know where you want to be in a month. Know where you want to be in six months. Because if you don't know where you want to be, you can't take meaningful steps today, right now, to affect those times. Because you don't want to be late. I don't want to be late again. And if I really don't want to be late again, I'm going to have to realize being late starts when I wake up. It starts with my coffee. It starts with my intention from the second I get going. And if I'm not willing to look at that, if I'm not willing to 
to, to be honest with myself about how my small decisions far away from the actual event affect it, then, then I'm just going to do the same thing over and over. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.